Welcome to the Daily Meditation Podcast. I'm Mary Meckley, and I'm a meditation teacher who shares a different meditation technique every day on the podcast, and each technique is customized around a weekly theme that we explore in depth. So you get to explore a particular topic that can have a tremendous impact on your life using different meditation techniques that you can do whether you're seated meditating or whether you are right in the midst of a busy day. And I want to tell you that I honor you for giving yourself this time to slow down and connect to the best part of who you are. And that's the part that you often pass up as you become distracted, overwhelmed, and stressed, and sometimes even on other people's agendas throughout your day. So when you sit down to meditate, you show up for yourself and you show up for the best part of who you are, that true inner nature that is you. In today's meditation, we're going to be doing a walking meditation. Now, you don't have to get out and walk. I know that's not always possible. But I encourage you, if you're not able to walk, to open a window and let the outdoors come inside as much as possible. All the different techniques and all the meditations all the articles and references I shared throughout this entire meditation series is over on my website for this week's series. Again, it is called Embracing Change. We're all about embracing change throughout this week. And this is the final episode in this seven-part series. I always share with you a walking meditation at the very last episode in the series because I like to reward you and get you outside in nature as a way to reward yourself for all you've been doing for yourself all week long. Well, as I record this meditation for you, we're getting ready to have a terrific thunderstorm where I live in Tampa, Florida. It's summer and I'm recording this in the afternoon and in the afternoon, in the summer, that means thunderstorms pretty violent ones too. In fact, the name Tampa means lightning. It's the Seminole Indian word for lightning. And Tampa happens to be one of the top places in the world. Botswana, Africa, and Tampa have the most lightning strikes out of anywhere else on the planet. So that's a little trivia for you today. Well, As you get ready to go outside and meditate, we are always stopping each time we get ready to go into a meditation and we relax our body and begin to notice our breath because your breath is interconnected with the kind of state or mood you're in. So we stop and just take note of how you're doing. So if you're seated inside, make sure you're sitting up straight with a straight spine, maybe using pillows to comfort your body. If you're seated on the floor, make sure a pillow's always behind your back. If you're seated in a chair and if you're seated on the floor, roll 
your hips forward. Put a pillow under your hips and this helps to roll your hips forward and that takes the pressure off your back. And for you who are out there getting ready to walk, stand still. Wherever you are, just stand still. Close your eyes for a moment. Notice how your feet touch the ground. Notice how you balance on your feet. And let's begin to relax the different areas of your body where you're likely to hold your tension. So your eyes are closed gently, slightly shifted upward to keep your thoughts uplifted. Squeeze and relax your feet. Squeeze and relax your calves. Squeeze and relax your kneecaps. Squeeze and relax your hips and thighs. Do those muscles together. Those are your big muscles. Squeeze your stomach. Feel it tighten. Suck it in for a moment. Now let the air out and let it hang out and soften. And keep it there. Keep it relaxed. Tighten your chest and relax it. Tighten your shoulders and your spine. Ooh, this is where we often hold tension. And relax. Tighten your triceps and your biceps, your whole arm, and squeeze your hands. Make a fist. Squeeze your whole arm and hands together. Relax. Now tighten your throat. Really feel it tighten. Tighten your neck. And relax. Doesn't that feel great? Tighten your jaw. Really feel it tense. And relax it. Scrunch up your whole face, tightening your eyes closed, squeezing your nose, your cheeks, your forehead. Really scrunch up your face, tighten it, and relax. Beautiful. How do you feel? Now open your eyes if you're standing, if you're seated. Keep your eyes closed and imagine yourself getting ready to walk in your favorite location. If you're standing, open your eyes, take a look around and just inhale a nice long deep inhale. Before you take a step, do this inhale. Exhale through your nose, releasing tension. This is a nice cleansing breath for you. Very nice. Now take your first few steps. Begin to walk. Notice your gait. Notice how your feet strike the ground and move you forward in space and time. 
This is a walk for you emotionally. Not so much a physical walk. It is for your emotional hygiene. Inhale through your nose. Feel that air. Oh, it feels so good to enter your nose. Now exhale through your nose, releasing any tension, letting it go. Breathe in deeply through your nose. Breathe out deeply through your nose. Take a look around you. Notice nature. If you're walking in nature, take a look at the colors. Notice how vibrant they are or how muted and dull maybe they are, depending where you are. Notice any water. If you are in the city, notice the buildings and the people and the traffic. Take it all in. This is a meditation not to block anything out, it's to take it all in. Noticing the textures, the colors. If you're in a city, consider how someone designed each of these buildings. What was running through their minds as they were doing this? The cars you pass, someone came up with that as a concept. A lot of change had to happen to create the world you see around you. Nature changes drastically. Humanity, the things around us change. Psychologically, I think, we're pretty much similar as to how we were. Even one, two thousand years ago, we still process our emotions in a similar way. So when you consider how things used to be in the world, I'm reading the book Seneca which I highly recommend. I'll be doing a meditation on it soon. And it strikes me, Seneca was born in AD 4, I believe. It strikes me how his thoughts and what was going on in the world then at that time are so similar to what's happening today. People were accumulating a lot of wealth in Rome at that time and that was causing problems just as we see in many regions of the world today where greed takes place but you also see this 
incredible generosity, you see a shift, at least I do see a shift in the way people are more open and compassionate, even though the news doesn't always reflect that. But it's true, people really are becoming more open and more compassionate. The changes that you see around you can have an impact on you. It only takes half a second for your brain to notice hostility or anger and for you to have a physiological reaction to it. As well, it only takes half a second for your brain to notice joy and peace and to have a physiological reaction to that. So what you focus on matters deeply. It's not to go about as though you're ignoring things in the world that are horrific. But it is to say that you choose your response. And your response will impact your psyche, will impact your body physically. You have a physiological reaction to stress and trauma. Your heart begins to beat more rapidly. You can have stomach upset. You can begin to have anxiety and feel fearful. So when you consider change taking place and embracing it, consider how you'll respond to changes in your life that maybe not have not happened yet. And some of the research that I've been sharing with you which I link to on my website for this week's Embracing Change series. I felt they offered some great advice that the Dalai Lama recommends as well. And this is from the blog IQ Matrix, Embrace Change. And it talks about preparing for things that haven't happened that could cause you a lot of distress and the Dalai Lama has a technique where he recommends you visualize your loved ones those closest to you and you consider the essence of their life what their life represents maybe someone you love is very resourceful and helped people tremendously solve problems. Or they're very joyous, they celebrate life. Or they're studious, they love to teach others. Everybody has an essence. When you think of that person, it comes to mind instantly. And he recommends that you consider your loved one, your loved ones, to do this with the people who mean the most to you. 
and imagine losing those people and how you would feel and what that would mean to your life. And then he recommends instead of feeling shock or incredibly distressed, he recommends that you send strength to them and honor them for the essence of their life. I did this about six months before my own mom died and I went through this exercise with my loved ones, people who if I lost them it would really seem as though my life was emptier and so of course my mom was one of those people and my mom isn't or she was an artist and she loved to celebrate life for any reason she would celebrate whatever was going on and so I visualized her as celebrating just painting celebrating cooking welcoming people those things she loved to do and when she died suddenly of a heart attack six months later and I received the call I instantly thought of her in this way and it helped me enormously throughout the entire process of grieving for her and managing losing her and this was a really powerful incredibly healing technique it wasn't easy to do so if you consider a job you lose maybe a home a child, a parent, a partner, a friend. Visualize the impact on your life. And as you're walking, and as you're out in the world, as you're engaged, you never know really what will happen at any time. Visualize losing the things close to you and visualizing the essence of what they meant to you. The people in your life, the things in your life. And I imagine that when some traumatic change comes your way, you will have this as a reference point to sustain you, to help you heal, to give you hope to help you realize that in every change there is an opportunity. So as you're walking, you might try doing this meditation on your loved ones, on your job, on your home, whatever would impact you deeply if you lost them. It's not easy, but it will truly help you in your times of greatest need. I so enjoyed sharing this meditation series with you. Continue your walk. 
immersing yourself in the world around you. And remember that the joy you give out to others creates a physiological response in them. My own meditation teacher shared this with me recently. So the smiles you give, the kindness you offer, the compassion, the strength you give to others makes a profound difference in the world around you. And as always, you are so worth slowing down for.